What's up, what's up? This is your boy K. Rich, founder of MVP Local, CEO of CRC Construction, and welcome to today's Hit the Field episode. Today's topic is this, keep that winning spirit alive. Sit back and relax and enjoy today's daily Hit the Field episode. Guys, I appreciate your attention. I appreciate you joining us here today. Uh, we're going to jump straight into the lesson. Uh, today's topic is keep the winning spirit alive. Um, and keeping the winning spirit alive, it, it starts with practicing and applying what we've learned. Okay? A lot of us will go to a clinic or a camp, we'll read a book, we'll listen to a podcast, and we are templar- temporarily inspired. And then we forget about what we learn. Consistent expansion daily is about building power. That power builds success by hitting those singles on a daily basis. You know, most of us, we want to step into the plate and sure, hitting that home run from time to time and and, and, and being admired by the crowd and your your teammates jumping up and down. You know, that that's great, but that's not what moves teams forward. That's not what moves companies forward. Uh, the big home runs are great, and you should celebrate those. But that's not what stacks up wins for ball clubs. That's not what stacks up wins for business. So we have to have that consistent expansion approach in our daily routines. You know, even in our darkest hours, with setbacks, distractions, and injuries, we must stay determined. Determined to embrace the process and force ourselves to expand in all areas of our lives, our bodies and our being, connecting with a voice, balance with our family, our wife and our kids, and running our businesses. The next is being a craftsman and not a carpenter. And this this is this is all how you address your work, how you address, how you approach your work, you know? How do you see your work and how do you see the people that you serve um, in your work? And then last, you 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 see things as a discipled life, a disciplined life. You're living a disciplined life. These are all things that keep the winning spirit alive in difficult situations. So all the while building power inside of us to achieve our targets. So principle number 12 is performing in the moment. And although recalling past memories of our performance and visualizing future ones can be useful, the best state of mind to be in is the present. When we show up in the present, we generate the type of energy that allows new and exciting things to be created. Projecting a calm and confident attitude towards your life and work. When we were all young, we knew how to live in the moment. Living in the present can be relearned and practiced on a daily basis. It's relaxed concentration. It's mental, emotional, and physical focus of energy. And so I want to drop you guys into a story uh, because I know... You know, in this podcast, if you guys listen, I I talk to you guys a lot and I try to teach you some of the topics that uh, in my life I've either experienced, implemented, or I'm currently implementing. And so I want to bring these stories and I've 
last couple of podcasts, I've been trying to overlay a lot of stories because I want you guys to understand and, and, and how to apply these topics. You know, maybe somebody that we admire like Michael Jordan, um, I'm about to get that get to that story in a minute about Phil Jackson hiring a guy named uh, George Mumford. I'm going to tell you that story in just a second, but I'm always going to give you a, a story that you've probably heard as well as possibly a story that maybe how I apply these uh, concepts in my own life. So hopefully you guys are enjoying uh, those stories and can relate to them and have your own. I'd love to hear uh, your feedback. So anytime I post uh, our, our, our podcasts online, you know, comment on uh, the post um, about that specific podcast and that episode and connect with me. You know, share your story with me. I'd love to. I'd love to interview you guys out there. Those that are listening, um, I've got a few that are set up. Uh, we're going to do uh, some interviews um, targeting uh, vets, uh, former veterans uh, for our military. We're going to focus uh, on small businesses. We're also going to focus in the field of education. So, I've got a range of people that I've. Uh, preliminary have set up over the next month or so that we're going to interview and uh, we're going to be posting those interviews in two places we're going to have a vlog uh, that's called local MVPs and we're going to focus and highlight those there and then we're also going to focus here and I'll have and include those as part of my teacher preacher teacher preacher podcast um, the teacher preacher podcast is the area that you need to find me online. Uh, this is where I'm going to share all of my online content. Um, and over a period of time, I'm going to expand um, this podcast. So right now, uh, we're focused in kind of building belief systems. Uh, and that's the Teacher Preacher podcast. I also have a segmented um, episode. It's called Hit the Field. You can also access... Uh, that content on this podcast as well um, and that that content is basically geared towards self-confidence and awareness we've been covering the last uh, four or five weeks we've been going through and building self-confidence and awareness and we've been doing that through uh, mindsets and so <clears throat> I hope you guys have enjoyed and tuned in so far and um, that's how we're going to unravel and that's kind of uh, where we're going. We always want to be aware of where we're at, you know, make course corrections, right? Listen to your feedback. And this is just me listening to feedback from you guys and structuring my content uh, in, in, in a way that's easy for you guys to consume as well as implement in your daily life. So um, let's get into the story today. The story is of the Chicago Bulls. Um, Phil Jackson, uh, so imagine, go back in time, you know, the, in the 90s, uh, Phil Jackson, he, he hired this guy named George Mumford. And probably a lot of you guys don't know this guy. I didn't. And so he hired this guy, and this guy, George, he's a mindfulness coach. And I was like, what the hell is a mindfulness coach? So I continue to read. Um, he, he practiced Eastern... Um, practices uh, meditation was his core focus he used meditation to teach the bulls and the players uh, how to play in the moment 
And uh, he did this during practice sessions where they would literally on the court um, simulate and do walkthroughs. But as they did their walkthroughs, they would practice their breathing uh, and visualization techniques literally on the field, uh, on the court, on the court. And so uh, I thought that was unique. I thought that was interesting um, that, that, that they would do that. And it kind of reminded me of the moments when I was uh, played football in high school. You know, uh, it reminded me of those Thursday walkthroughs of literally on air, two-minute drill, all the way down the field, literally visualizing in our minds the type of plays that we were going to run, how we were going to execute them. And just methodically walking through those steps of execution. And so Mumford recalls his best student, Michael Jordan, say this. He didn't have to prove anything. Yet, he was the first one running sprints, doing the drills, and practicing uh, what Mumford described as conspiring together, living in the moment. Jordan described Mumford that he often felt like the game was moving in slow motion. That he had all the time in the world to react. And this is, oft, this is often described to as the zone. Heightened awareness and clarity in the moment. So you have to ask yourself, how do we develop heightened awareness like Michael Jordan? How do we develop that clarity in our life? How do we uh, develop that acute focus that we need to succeed? And the answer is simple, guys. We hit singles. Daily singles. So you have to ask, what does hitting singles look like? And so I asked myself that question this week. What does hitting a single look like for me? And what hitting a single looks like for me is waking up and looking at my schedule for the day. And on most days, my schedule is the same. And so what I've done recently, as well as what I've done in the past, is I work my schedules, my daily schedules, into time blocks. I block off specific uh, times. And I'm getting better at this, and I'm learning this. But um, time blocks are critical for you to be the most productive and efficient in your work. And so... You know, for example, my time block right now is between 5 and 6 o'clock. That's wake-up time. As I'm waking up and getting into my routine, uh, taking my supplements and my shake in the morning, um, I'm also uh, consuming a, a, a podcast, uh, Marketing Secrets Podcast. Okay? From 5 to 6, I'm hitting my core four. This is where I read. Um, this is where I declare and implement what I'm reading into my work. Um, I, I have strategic ways that I read. I don't just read to consume. I read to elevate and expand in every area of my life. So if I want to expand this 90-day target in my body, then I'm reading stuff about my body. How can I improve? Same thing on the business side. I'm always consuming Something that hits those four core areas, body, being, balance, and business. And another aspect of my success is also hitting those keys. We've talked about it on previous podcasts, uh, but I use uh, 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 what's called key four to implement my business strategies. I set 90-day targets, 
and I work backwards from those 90-day targets, and I implement based off of that. And each one of those implementations each week is called a key four. You've got four keys that you're working towards each week to knock down that 16-foot domino that's out there 90 days out. And so you've got literally uh, 16 weeks of four-week key fours that you implement and work towards your said goal, okay? And this is just a way that literally, if, if you take the time, if you spend two, three, sometimes a little bit longer uh, hours in the general tent, planning all of this out, if you take the time up front, then you know exactly what you should be working on each and every day. You know that if you set deadlines and if you hold yourself accountable, if you start stop lying to yourself and start leading and start telling yourself the truth, then you can start working towards those targets. And that's in every aspect of your life. That's why businesses get bogged down and don't make good decisions. It's because they don't have a plan. They're just operating from their hip. Oh, I'm going to wake up this morning. Uh, um, uh, um, um, I don't have a plan. I don't have a process. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. I've got employees. Oh, man, man, it's just overwhelming, right? You know, and so we freak out. We get anxious. We take that anxiety into our work, and that happens all the time, guys, and it happens all the time because we're not prepared. We don't have a plan. We don't have systems in place to make sure that we hold ourselves accountable as well as our businesses and the actions that we take. And right here is the best place, and right here is the right time and the best time to be present. Where I'm at right now and what can I do in order to play my part, my best part. You know, that's what we should be asking ourselves. And so... It's about daily expansion in our lives. It's about tracking and using metrics to track our expansion. And it's about keys and deadlines. It's about setting deadlines in our life, holding ourselves accountable, and being willing to keep our word. You know, that's, that's another thing that I've learned about myself over the last uh, four to five months. I really struggle, struggle in this area. You know, of keeping my word when it comes to deadlines and doing whatever it takes to make sure that I meet that deadline. And that means some nights you might have to stay up until two in the morning and get up at five. And so those are the things that we have to ask ourselves, am I willing? We're all capable. But am I willing to keep my word and push towards those areas of my life that I need to expand in? And so that's what hitting daily singles looks like to me you know the home runs the, the the making the money in the business the the big trips the the enjoyable trips that you take with your family those are those are great and that's what you're working towards but it's it's expanding every day in your life it's it's about it's about making sure that your body is ready to go for the day it's about making sure that your mind and your soul is ready to go for the day so it's about it's about hitting your core four. It's about hitting your keys. And it's about expanding each and every day of your life. So principle number 13 is about visualizing your success. And this is an effective mental strategy or tool uh, that you can attain a positive result in your life. And there's three aspects of visualization. Uh, those three are concentration, 
imagination, and repetition. And as if uh, you're actually in that reality, that you've experienced it before, um, and what it might be like. And so as we hold this image in our mind's eye and imagine it as our reality, we have begun the process of what is called creative manifestation. Energy in motion, people would call it, inner world. It's about your inner world, right? Um, we've all probably been there. But as I started to unfold this message this week, I started to think back um, of a story when I was a uh, sophomore through senior uh, year in high school. So I'm going to take you guys back to 1996-97, and I'm pole vaulting at this point. It's uh, it's the spring, um, you know, the the it, it's hot. Uh, the, walking out on the track, and that steam's just coming off the track, and uh, you've got your poles, and I've got all my poles, and I'm taking my poles down to the pole vault pit, and uh, that's that's kind of uh, what led my life, you know, as I transitioned out of baseball. Um, you know, with some arm uh, tendonitis issues, some really bad tendonitis issues, I took up pole vaulting, and uh, every Wednesday we're going to get into uh, what 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 this topic's all about, and that is visualization. Um, you know, creating and manifesting what you want in your life, right? That's what we all want to be able to do. You know, the 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 problem is is that we're unwilling. Um, to do and be consistent with these things in our life, right? And a big part of my success as a pole vaulter of being in rhythm, of, you know, not thinking uh, about it, but being in a responsive mode, you know, where I could do things um, subconsciously in my work because I had it built into the repetition. Look, repetition is key. And so a big part of what Rick Keith did in my life back then, what I learned from him was Visualization Wednesdays. And so on Mondays, we would do long run. On Tuesdays, we would do a short run. And on Wednesdays, we would do a walkthrough and what's called a Visualization Wednesday. And uh, this was the coolest thing uh, about my week. I look forward to this aspect of my workout each week. And that is for 30 minutes Rick Keith would walk away and he would say, okay, Richardson, I want you to visualize what you're going to do in the track meet. And I want, when I come back over here, I want you to be able to tell me vault by vault, plant by plant, exactly what it's going to look like, exactly what's going to be going on. I want to know the environment. I want to know who's there. He would always joke around uh, and call my wife the general. <laughs> because she was uh, the captain of the uh, of the drill team. So he always called her the general, and he had to always joke around, you know, where's the general? Because we know she's going to be there because y'all can't be without each other. Um, he would always joke around. He, he always took my mind off the pressure. He would always prepare me uh, to handle those big moments um, because he used so many cool techniques, and that was just one of them was visualization Wednesdays. I remember I would lay on the pit, in the pit, and um, and I would just close my eyes for about 30 minutes. And literally, um, you know, from warm-up of running around the track to stretching, I'd go through and visualize everything as if I was there. And that was a big part of my success. 
That was, uh, you know, if I see that image over and over and over again, I'm more likely to commit and attract or work towards that in which I desire. So the idea is imagine it until you feel it. See it, believe it, and achieve it. The more you integrate words with your images, the better. And so as I incorporated those visualization techniques, and Coach Keith would come over after working with the high jumpers and, and other, other athletes. He would come back over, and he would make me literally tell him exactly what I had just visualized. And so there you go. I would apply the words. Now, as I saw it in my mind's eye and as I communicated it to him, okay, now the only thing holding me back from actually producing those type of results was to actually go out and do it. So putting it into words, put, it, put that energy into action and actually gave me the necessary confidence to get on that track every single time under him coaching me and be able to know one thing. I did not have to worry about the standards. I did not have to worry about my stuff. I did not have to worry about all the things leading up to the vault because he had prepared me for that moment. And that's what, that's what it's all about. And that's a big part of keeping the winning spirit alive is, is, is visualization. And so every day, what I do, and I work towards to do every day, I, 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 let me walk that back. I don't say every day, but I aspire each and every day to visualize my success. And so in the mornings, I do a meditation session. Um, you know, there's three types of meditations that I do. I do a core breathing, I do a visualization meditation, and then I do an ascension meditation, which is more of a longer, drawn out, you know, just trying to get in a relaxed state and um, just be thankful uh, for, for, for all the great things that I have in my life, all the great people I have in my life. And so uh, that, that is a part of my daily routine where I'm visualizing my success. How's the day going to go? You know, what, what, uh, what am I going to do to serve somebody today? You know, what did I learn from my mistakes today? There's a routine that I go through each and every day, and that's a big part of my success. That's why I continue um, to succeed is because of my routines, you know. When I don't see success in my life, I look at um, I look at my routines. I look at my daily uh, rhythms, and uh, they're off. You know, that's that's where you go to the point of failure. That's where you can find your points of failure is your lack of routine, your lack of consistency, your lack of um, a consistency in your work. And so now that you've seen my success, I must follow it with my passion and expand it daily. And so practice what you preach, right? Identify an area in your life, body, being, balance, and business. And what areas do you want certain positive change? You know, Walt Whitman, a famous poet and author, would often be quoted as saying, I ask not for good fortune. I am good fortune. He would often also say to become now in our minds that which we seek in the future and this was an effective life strategy um, what I took out of that that uh, little short clip 
I am ask not good. I am. I ask not good fortune. I am good fortune. That's like uh, what my buddy Justin would say about luck is the residue of design. You know, you create your own success is another way to look at it. And so that's an, an effective life strategy is uh, really visualizing what you want, being very, very clear on what you want, and then verbalizing and putting words to that uh, visualization so that it actually moves you towards that target. So principle number 14, it's about finding a coach in an inner circle and knowing to ask for help is a major step in your personal growth. This is a big part, you know, for me, the last five months, you know, uh, I, I was at my wits end, you know, I'd make mistake after mistake. I had started multiple businesses, some succeeded, some failed, you know, I was just coming off of a very big success uh, that led into a pretty big failure uh, with a business on the construction side. And so, um, and so <clears throat> I, 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 the last couple of months, last four to five months have sought out help, have sought out a coach and an inner circle. I've paid and invested into programs um, to help business owners kind of elevate and uh, move, move their businesses forward, move their lives forward. And so I sought out that help. I said, hey, I need help. And that, that was a major step in moving me into my personal growth and what's actually about to take place and unfold in my life. Some big things are happening right now. I'm taking a job today uh, for a company called ClickFunnels. Uh, I told you guys on a previous podcast, I've been visualizing this. Um, I accepted a job last Friday and start onboarding today. And what a, what, a, what a happy day it is for me. But this was a big part of my visualization. Every single day I've been visualizing this. I've been consuming the content. I've been laying the foundation in the plan. I've been doing the podcasts. I've been doing and modeling a guy called Russell Brunson, the CEO of ClickFunnels. I've been modeling what he says do. Now, not to the extent that he does it, but I'm taking steps each and every day to model what he does. Because I want to be in his shoes someday. But if I'm going to be there, then I need to model what he's done along the way. He's tracked this journey, right? So I'm going back through his content, and I'm going back through, and I'm going, okay, what do I want? How can I best serve the people out there that are listening to this podcast? And the best way that I can serve you guys is to go work and learn from these guys that, that literally share the same purpose and message. You know, they're out there because they want to help get their message out there and help other people. And so at its core, that's what I always, my principled approach is teach what I learn, right? Share what I've, I've, I've learned, my experiences, so that maybe somebody uh, can use that and, and it inspires them to go out and, and get into real estate. You know, like uh, one of my... Uh, you know, former students, Ronnie Phillip, that is killing it. That's doing some big things right now on his podcast and uh, his vlog, excuse me, uh, his show, The Ronnie Phillip Show. He's interviewing some big players right now. But, uh, you know, he started out with, with nothing. He, he had no list. And he started with the simple idea, I'm going to visualize my success. I'm going to have a show. I'm going to visualize what success looks like. And then I'm going to approach it each and every day, each week, and I'm going to produce content that matters to me, that helps me move my life forward, because that's what it's about. you got to do it for yourself first. You understand? 
You got to do it for yourself first. Be the best person you can possibly be. Like we talked about the other day, you, there is an I in team. Okay, there is an I in team. That's the individual that's committed to that expansion that we talked about. And so a big part of having that, finding that coach in that inner circle is about finding those guys that are going to hold you accountable and not just allow you to show up. No, they're, they're, the, they're the type of guys that are going to call out your bullshit. You know, they're going to call out when you're not showing up in your life with your wife and kids. They're not going to feed into that. And so you have to ask yourself, like we talked about on previous episodes, who am I surrounding myself with? Are they growth or fixed mindset individuals? And uh, it might be a good time for you to think about that, to look at your life, to look at your situations at work, at home, and, and, and to get clear, to get clear the patterns that exist in, in, in your life and the ones that are not getting your success that you look and visualize for, you know, some of you guys are hoping and praying out there for God to save you out of some situation or hell that you're, you put yourself in, right? I've been there, right? But um, if you continue to have certain things that are negative, certain patterns in your life that affect that change, then you got to stop it. You got to find that success and you got to find those patterns and eliminate the bad ones that aren't getting you the results and bring in the good ones. And that's what coaches taught me. They've, they've taught me over the last four to five months how to restructure and build my belief systems, how to build frameworks, how to teach what I know inside of those frameworks and build systems to be able to market and sell those ideas, how to be creative and use that power, that creative power to manifest exactly what I'm looking for in my life. And I've learned that by seeking out coaches in an inner circle. So it's a valuable part of my success i'm a valuable member of my support group you know opinions these people's opinions their observations and advice i highly value so you've got to seek out those individuals that are going to move your life forward you've got to seek out that mentorship and that coaching montana would say if you are committed to excellence in your field Find a performance coach who can help guide you to a higher level of achievement. Desire to be perfect is the, is the one thing that um, Coach Walsh, uh, Montana would always say Coach Walsh, that was his one thing, desire to be perfect. And that's what we should be aspiring to be. You know, It doesn't mean that we, 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 we get down on ourselves and we beat ourselves up. It just means did I do everything that I could possibly do today did I desire to be perfect today? And if we desire to be perfect every day in how we treat people and how we move our lives forward and our businesses forward and the impact that we make, then we're going to have a, a, a much um, a wider perspective, a much more conscious perspective of where and what I can do with my life. So the next story that I want to get to is about my dad. Uh, and I want to talk a little bit about my dad and spend a little bit of time. Um, a big part of who I am is because of my dad. Um, I've aspired since I was a young boy to be just like him. Look, I was that little chap that always followed around and said, you know, what is dad doing? I want to be just like dad. 
And so about this story is about my dad and about three to four times per week. I can remember growing, you know, from, from 10 years old all the way up through about to when I was about 16, about three to four times a week. I didn't, I didn't, it didn't matter what season it was in about three to four times a week. We'd go hit baseballs and, uh, I loved it. You know, I loved hitting, hitting baseballs. Um, it was the, the band field, you know, back over there behind the baseball field, uh, at Nimitz, there was a band field and there's a little backstop and, uh, we would go up there and three to four times a week, he would throw me practice balls, you know? And, uh, you know, as, as he was throwing me those balls, I was hitting them, you know, he was working them inside, outside, high, low. And as he worked through that, we practiced over and over again. And, uh, as we worked, he would, uh, he would teach me the game. He would teach me strategy. And uh, my commitment to one thing was, was hitting, right? I, I, I committed to hitting, but <laughs> what I found out is that it was, it, I became much more aware of the skills that I needed to know to be successful, right? And a big part of that was visualizing, right? So as my dad was working three to four times a week, throwing me those balls, um, we would talk situations and he would say, okay, you've got a guy on first and second. And I had to visualize that. Okay. And he says, okay, now you need to know where you need to take the ball, right? I need to pull it or I need to work it to, to the right side. And so we would work strategy. You know, it doesn't mean that, that I succeeded, you know, a lot of times in those three to four times a week when I was practicing with my dad, I didn't succeed. That's when I failed the most. But what I was doing each and every day, what he was teaching me is that take that embrace failure mode, get out here and practice over and over and over and over and over again and gain a, a awareness, acute awareness of focus. So that when you get into the game situation, you're going to be putting yourself in the best situation possible. And so I was the type of player every coach wanted on their team. Not because I was the best athlete, but because I was mentally focused and prepared and my dad taught me that he taught me preparedness he taught me how to prepare for the game so when everybody on your team decides to make a conscious choice to be a better teammate and encourage each other to succeed the result that you seek will follow guys i appreciate your attention today this is your boy k rich signing off good afternoon and good night hit the field